member-owned, member-proud. That's Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. As a not-for-profit financial organization, Affinity Plus is for people who like people who care. And you get top-rated mobile banking technology you can use to bank conveniently on your own time, day or night, at home or on the go. Take your bank with you where and when you need it. Stop by the Brainerd Lakes branch on Edgewood Drive and Baxter to learn more. Affinity Plus is federally insured by the NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today we are visiting with our friends from the city of Brainerd. We have Brainerd City Administrator with us, Jennifer Bergman, and Brainerd Park and Rec Director, Tony Saylor with us this morning. Folks, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you, Ken, and thank you, Tess. Our pleasure. Yeah, Jennifer, we'll start with you, if you will, and uh, I understand there are some new faces there, if not at City Hall itself, <laughs> on your uh, on your Zoom meetings. There are. In fact, it was really interesting. We do have a new mayor, uh, Dave Badeau, former alderman for Ward 3, has been appointed by the council as our new mayor, and he took office in early April. And what was interesting about that is that we actually appointed a mayor doing a virtual WebEx call. So it was kind of interesting. Actually, Sourcewell did a, a article on it. So it was kind of interesting to do a, a mayoral appointment by, by WebEx. So <laughs> it was an interesting way to do that. Yeah. And then uh, from there, since uh, Ward 3 then was vacant as a result of the uh, Dave Badeau being appointed mayor, we had an opening for the Ward 3 City Council member, and Wayne Erickson was appointed as our Ward 3 uh, City Councilman, and he will finish out the term till the end of the year. Yeah. Now, that's what I was just going to ask. They just simply finish out this term, and if both would like to make that a permanent job, do they have to run in the fall election then? They do. Both would have to run in the fall election. And then the mayor would fill out the two year, the, the last two years of Mayor Mink's term. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the Ward 3 would be a new term. I see. Gotcha. Okay. Well, congratulations to those two yeah. gentlemen, and we wish them best of luck. Yes. Um, also, uh, I suppose we should talk about it. Uh, the COVID-19 pandemic continues. Tell us about some of the things the city is doing differently here or how you're operating as this um, pandemic continues. Absolutely. So the city does continue to fully operate. We're just working a little bit differently. I'd say about two-thirds of our staff are working from home while parks and streets and uh, now starting this week, engineering and our community development staff have started to report here to City Hall. However, we have continued to issue building permits and really uh, tried to make sure that we are not slowing our economy. It's been incredibly important to the city council to make sure that we're moving things forward. Yeah. And I think the council has done a, a couple of really great things for our businesses and our residents. Um, first of all, we do have parking lots. And so the city council decided to waive the parking fees in our parking lots for the second quarter. Um, we also temporarily suspended our parking enforcement um, through May 11th, actually through today. And at that time, everybody was working from home and our businesses were closed. So we thought it would be, you know, an opportunity for our residents to be able to park there without having to worry about getting a ticket. However, as you know now, uh, the governor is allowing curbside pickup. So we have a number of our businesses now who are open again. Um, so 
we are starting to enforce parking again today. And then the other thing that the council did was allow our businesses to be able to put a sign in front of their business and and dedicate a parking spot for that curbside pickup. Oh, that's good. That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, a couple of other things they did is they extended our rental licenses. Uh, They are set to expire at the end of May, but the council extended those until the end of July. Um, And then we are only doing complaint-driven code compliance. So we are not doing any active code compliance at this point. So those are a couple of things I think the city felt like at least there was a way um, that they could give back. Plus, we did prorate our liquor licenses on a monthly basis so that we aren't having our businesses pay for a liquor license at a time they can't even be open. Right. That's good. That all makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. And um, now I I know if it wasn't you, it was one of your predecessors talked a bit about the uh, Children's Museum that was coming to Brainerd. Where are we on that? Well, thank you for asking. So the Region 5 Children's Museum Board did select Lum Park as the location for the next their children's museum. So what the city council did is they entered into a letter of intent with the Region 5 Children's Museum to hire WIDSEF, formerly WSN, to do a master plan at Lum Park. And the reason for that master plan is really to take a look at Lum Park and see where that children's museum building would best fit within Lum Park. So the city is um, has created a task force that has nine to 11 members. We have a, two council member representatives, an EDA member, planning commission, park board. There will be three children's museum representatives, but uh, we do have three spots for community members. So we are taking applications for anybody in the city of Brainerd who would be interested in serving on that task force, and we're taking applications until this Thursday, uh, May 14th. We would encourage the community community members who are interested in being a part of this to submit an application. That's kind of neat. That's a good idea. Yeah, and uh, is that a commitment of how long for a board member? Great question, Ken. We expect it to be about nine months, and we would anticipate a monthly meeting from now until that nine-month period is over. Okay. Well, that's exciting. Uh, I think this uh, Children's Museum will just be an incredible addition to the city of Brainerd, won't it? It will. And people can either call City Hall um, at 828 2307, or you can go on our website and you can find an application uh, for the Children's Museum Task Force. Very good. Very good. All right, Jennifer, I know you also have Tony Saylor standing by there, and so we better check in with him because uh, I would imagine normally this is uh, a very busy time. And Tony, so what is going on in the Park and Rec Department at this point? Well, right now uh, we're doing uh, a lot of the maintenance-type issues, uh, getting things up and running for summer. Um, but, however, our programs at this po- point in time are uh, postponed until further notice um, as far as all our youth activities, our adult softball, things like that. Uh, kind of waiting to hear uh, on uh, the governor's directive on when we can start team activities again. Yeah, and that's that's uh, hard to do for so yeah. many uh, kids. I know, it, for instance, last year, how many kids played either uh, baseball or softball in the city of Brainerd? Do you do you have those numbers? Um, between all of that, with t-ball and 
etc. I'm guessing we had about 700 kids. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And, uh, adult softball is about 1,200 wow. uh, people playing. It's a lot of great opportunities for folks, and at this point, then we just have to wait and see, like everybody else, huh? Yeah, um, and in watching the uh, governor's uh, various press conferences and stuff, um, the team sports is kind of down on the the list on uh, probably going to be some of the last things open. um, What we've done, though, is uh, we've kind of devised a a three-point plan on potential start dates, uh, again, depending on what the governor says. Um, We're kind of look. initially we were looking at, uh, you know, mid-May possibly, while we're at mid-May now. Um, We're looking at potentially a a mid-June and then maybe a... uh, um, uh, early July type of start. So we do have options in place. Uh, all we're waiting for is the green light. Yeah. Now, in the meantime, is there registration that takes place, or does n- that not happen until the light goes green, yeah. if you will? Yeah. Um, well, with the adults, uh, softball, they've already uh, registered their teams. I see. And we've kind of we've let them know that uh, it's on hold right now. And then for the youth activities, um, we've suspended registrations. Um, until uh, we get the green light from the governor. Um, otherwise, you know, potentially people would be signing up and uh, we potentially would have to refund them if uh, we can't have programs. And so we thought it would be best just to uh, suspend the registrations at this point in time. If we do get the go-ahead, um, then we'll give people a couple-week notice to uh, register their children. Yeah, very good. Well, we can help you get the word out on that as well. Yeah, um, fingers crossed. <laughs> Tony, talk a little bit about the parks, because Brainerd is blessed with a lot of green space, and, uh, of course, your, de- your department takes care of all that. And those remain open, right, for citizens to use? Yes, uh, we do have uh, um, all the parks are open, and we have signs um, out at various locations like the playgrounds and things like that um, saying that if you are using these, please follow the um, CDC guidelines and uh, try to keep your social distancing going and things like that. Um, I've noticed like our Frisbee golf course has been really busy though um, (laughs) and uh, that's uh, a a very easy place to stay social distancing, especially if you play Frisbee the way I do. (laughs) (laughs) Stay off the road though, right? (laughs) Yeah, watch for traffic. Um, and then, uh, you know, there's a few projects we got going on. Uh, the Memorial Park project, uh, we sent out requests for proposals, and uh, those are due uh, at the end of uh, May. And we'll be opening those, and then uh, we're planning on uh, starting construction over at Memorial Park with the new warming house and the hockey rinks, um, hopefully later this year. And so that's a pretty exciting thing to, to have going on. And uh, remind our listeners, because I believe you talked about that last time you were here, but that will eliminate, at least for this summer, that softball field is there. Is that correct? Well, actually, uh, over at Memorial Park, it's a youth baseball field that would be um, eliminated. I see. Okay. And that field isn't used all that much anymore, so um, we don't think it's going to be a great loss. Um, but it's going to be a great addition over there with uh, the warming house, the rinks. Um, we have some trails planned. Mm-hmm. Potentially, uh, the park board was looking at moving the, the uh, future splash pad over there. Oh, wow. And uh, that would be a big hit, too. So that's going to be really a, a nice uh, new addition over there um, for Northeast Brainerd. And uh, it's such a wonderful site. And the, the conceptual plans are fantastic. Um, I think uh, I'm really looking forward to when it's totally completed. Um, the second phase of that project would be uh, in 
2021, and that would include more of the trail system. Okay. Very good. Can so, we see that plan somewhere? Yeah. Is that visible somewhere on a website? Um, no, that's top secret stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, actually, because it's still a conceptual plan, uh, we haven't put it on our website. Okay. Um, but once we do get down to the nitty-gritty, uh, we would have that plan out there. Cool. Excited okay. to see it. And, Tony, as long as you mentioned it, the splash pad, I know there's a group of folks that have been fundraising. Uh, bring us up to speed on that. Uh, what's what's going on there? Yeah, they've been fundraising for about three, four years now, and the original plan was to put it at Gregory Park. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a couple uh, moms, basically, that were very interested in uh, trying to get the splash pad going. And the park board said, well, if you raise the money, uh, once it's built, then the parks department will maintain it. And uh, we kind of thought that uh, the discussion at the last park board meeting was that, you know, maybe if we put this in the Memorial Park project, uh, we could use some funds uh, that we bonded for. And we've also uh, been seeking a grant from the, uh, it's called the Outdoor uh, recreation grant we're waiting to hear from that and we requested uh two hundred forty eight thousand dollars or is that no yeah yeah that's correct okay. <laughs> a lot of zeros in there yeah. um and uh so we're kind of waiting to see uh if we receive that grant we should know by the end of june and um we thought that we could combine uh the two efforts here and um and put it into one uh, place and uh, um, bring our, our, our funds together and uh, make this thing happen. Okay. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good. Uh, Tony, uh, do, um, are the tennis courts and those types of things open at Gregory Park, or do, do all those remain closed at this point? At this point, uh, the park board did have them closed until at least May 12th, which is tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. And... Uh, the park board is meeting tomorrow again, and that is on the agenda to see if we do want to open those or if we do want to keep them down. Um, I do know that the school district and Baxter do not have their nets up. And uh, the one concern, uh, we would, while we'd like to have people out there, um, the United States Tennis Association is recommending do not play tennis at this point in time because, you know, you're going to be uh, uh, holding the same tennis balls, um, opening the same gates. They said even potentially from the surface uh, you could potentially uh, pick up the virus. So they're being very cautious about that as well. And I know we've gotten a number of phone calls from people uh, asking if they can get out there and play, but Part of it, what we're thinking is that if all the test scores are closed and we're the only one open, it could get pretty crowded over there. I mean, yeah, that's true. You know, and one thing we really need to be concerned about is the safety of the people. Yeah. And while we want people out there using our parks as much as possible, um, you know, you got to be you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. Anything else we should know uh, concerning your department, Tony? Um, no, uh, but if people would like, uh, they can like uh, like our park department on Facebook. Uh, that's where we put a lot of our announcements. Okay. And if and then uh, anytime if you like us, then anytime we have an announcement on there, it'll pop up on your phone. And that's a good way to keep track of uh, what we're doing and what we're planning and how we're moving forward. Very good. Well, Tony, like we said before, if the if you need help getting the word out, if uh, youth sports again will happen this summer, just give us a notice, and we we'll might be able to help you we out. We can help you. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys have always been very good about that, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Pleasure. All right. Thank you, Tony. All right. You're welcome. Bye now. Yeah. See ya. So, uh, I believe Jennifer, are you back with us again? I am. All right. Anything else that we should know uh, in your department? 
I don't think so. But once again, Ken and Tess, thank you so much. We always appreciate the opportunity to share what's going on here at the City of Brainerd. Our pleasure to help, as yeah. always. <laughs> thank you, Jennifer. Thanks. You guys have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. Jennifer Bergman is the Brainerd City Administrator. Tony Saylor is the Brainerd Park and Rec Director. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com, and that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can always listen to through our free downloadable app, which is powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.